Hi guys and welcome back to Take the Cake. Take the Cake. It's now got a name so you guys can identify us, look for us, like us and share yeah. us. A name is always good. I have one. My name is Max. And my name is Jenna. And together we are <laughs> Max, and <Jenna. laughs> Max and Jenna. And this is Take the Cake. And the name wasn't chosen entirely arbitrarily, either because, as you know from our previous episodes, we always look back at pop culture of the last week and then choose which one of the people we've invited into our conversation will take the cake and which ones will be uninvited from this tea party. Right. Yeah, exactly. So... Let's start. Who this week has caught your interest, Max? Well, first of all, uh, Beyonce turned 38 this week. <laughs> B, we gotta love B. I wonder how she celebrated. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing with Beyonce. We can never really know. There might be like a photograph of an outfit, but we don't know where she's been, who she's been hanging out with. She's she, a very private person. She's a very private person. And people don't know... What she's like, what she likes doing. I mean, I kind of like that because at the level of fame she's at, that's rare and difficult to maintain. Like, It's actually, do you know, a quote from Lady Gaga was like, if you're really, really rich and really, really famous, the most important thing you can invest your money in is security and privacy. Um, if you yeah. have the money that you can essentially keep yourself private. It's um, if you think about it, it's horrible. Like literally, yeah, yeah it's taken imagine. away from your most basic, basic needs. Yeah. I remember because Beyonce never revealed pictures of her twins. Right. Out of privacy reasons. Not even paparazzi pictures, which I like. Yeah. And then someone was an invitee to a party at her house and took a picture of a framed photograph on the wall and leaked it to the press. Crazy. Like, yeah. And they do take after the father look-wise, which is what we had all been dreading. Well, this is what everybody said about Blue at first, wasn't it? But then everyone was obsessed with her because she's just little black girl magic. But isn't she a little bit like like disrespectful to her grandma? I saw like a scene where she like snapped oh. shut like like uh, Tina knows and was like, no, I'm doing this, like very attitude. Oh, the sass. But then honestly, like who isn't like that as a kid? And especially... I feel like if you realise your parents are Beyonce and Jay-Z... Right, I feel like that invites a certain precociousness that you in a way have probably earned. Like you're <laughs> I mean, for life. You're probably very talented and rich and always will be. Uh, interestingly enough, people say that um, Kanye and Kim Kardashian's kids are quite normal. Right. Well, they profess themselves that their kids are normal. But, like, it's really hard to imagine how you would have children with... Also, what's normal to their standards? It might right. still be a lot. <laughs> uh, right. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Their parameters of normal really map onto the everyday lives that we all lead. It'll be interesting to see how they grow up, though, like uh, what they'll be like. They're like teenage excesses and we'll follow all of them and they'll just keep spreading. It'll be more and more each generation. Right. It's um, it's yeah, it's going to be alarming. We were saying it's it's going to be like the renaissance of the 1980s child stars who yes. kind of took the hit. So we've got Lindsay, Drew Barrymore, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was it's a, I think it's such a hard thing for kids to grow up in like the world of pop culture and, you know, paparazzi and stuff. Because everybody's watching you. Everyone's interested in what you're up to. And you're so early sexualized and exposed yeah. to sexuality and drugs. I mean, the Stranger Things kids, too. Um, there's a lot of people writing, like, 
erotic fanfics about them. Really? Like by now they're probably like 15, but season one they're like 12. And well, like, this, Damn. yeah. Well, I find it so interesting. Whenever you see the promos for those, well, especially for season three, you had um, Max and Eleven. So Millie Bobby Brown and Sadie Sink. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Good knowledge. <laughs> A fan. Um, but the girls look so much older than the boys, which is kind of normal if you think back to school. Like the girls always kind of started like, making themselves pretty. Right. Like, like wearing makeup. Yeah, yeah, and they just like develop more quickly. They and but also the pressures on women, especially in the public eye, even young teenage girls, they're gonna be dressed in a certain way by stylists to have to think about stuff that the boys definitely don't yeah. have to think about. They're like, what can I wear that's appropriate? What can I wear that's like uh really nice and flattering like these things don't really they shouldn't matter when you're 15 years old but yeah it, they do when you're in the public eye so it's uh it's true it's it must be difficult wasn't drake like didn't he have like a dm thing going on with millie bobby brown oh my god i don't know i, th- I th- think they were just mutual friends of each other but he right. was flirting with underage girls on insta dms wow. a couple of times. yeah drake okay which reminds me of this really like really niche reference but my youtube algorithm keeps suggesting to me <laughs> chris hansen's predator watch videos on youtube oh it's this show called true crime daily and they basically hire like teen actors to pretend they're children and lure like sexual predators into the sting house and it's always always on camera like the predators go into the house whoa and then like chris hansen steps around the corner and he's like hi and Chris Hansen, why are you here? And you can just see how uncomfortable <laughs> the predators get because they're literally exposed on camera. Everybody's like millions are watching them. Wow. Yeah. What do you think about stuff like that? I'm, I'm weirdly uncomfortable. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, because then all of a sudden it's like you're taking these serious issues and they become entertainment, right? You're watching it and you're like, Oh my god, this is Literally, like and he has really like all dramatic. of their chats printed out. So he's like, Well, you did say I wow. wanna like do those things with you, knowing that she was 13. And the pilot is like, Well, I said that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it is very uncomfortable because yeah. I do feel it could like lead to like lynch justice, like like sure. mob justice and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Being, like, we know what he looks like now and what city he's from. So Right, exactly. It's not blurred or anything. You just see their reactions being like, uh Wow, which reminds me, oh my God, another, well, it's not so niche, but it's, uh, I mean, it's not on anymore, but I don't know if anyone remembers the show Cheaters. It was like this, I don't even remember what channel produced it, but it was like this incredibly budget show (laughs) where they would get one person who believed that their partner was cheating on them and they would go out and set up like honey traps and stuff to try and catch the other partner. And oh my goodness, it would pop off. It was like uh, catfish in a way of like the drama and the like confrontation but it was next level the thing people would have like full fist fights and oh, it, was cr- <laughs> it was crazy and because it was so budget and the hosts were so like sensationalist about it it was honestly the best tv you've ever seen i don't doubt it but it's also it, it does like raise problematic questions like how For far sure. can reality tv go that's a question I asked myself um, in the latest season of Queer Eye, because in one okay. episode, Karamo Brown, who's like the cultural lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the the guy they made over in this episode was in a wheelchair because he had been shot yes, in the back. Yes, I've seen the episode. And then Karamo made him meet up <gasps> yes. with the guy who had shot him, who had since gotten out of jail. I and was gagged. Had them rec- reconcile. And I was like, that is, uh, I don't know if that crosses a boundary. Right? 
It's, it's literally, because you know the Jerry Springer's when it's like, well, you thought he wasn't here, well, here he comes. <laughs> but if that's like the, your long lost father, that's one thing. But if it's the guy who shot you with probably intention to kill. Yeah. Problematic. Yeah, it was, it was really problematic, especially because like Queer Eye is very, I don't know, it feels very tame, very palatable, very, you know, yes, it's very fluffy. Out of left field comes I, this. Right. My goodness I was not me. expecting that. And I was no. very uncomfortable watching it. It was, was very uncomfortable. It could have gone either way. like Right. And and then once it, it, had, it actually ended up going really well and they talked it out and came to some kind of resolution. But what if the guy would uh, had wanted to finish what he had started like right. 10 years ago? Or the other one is like, no, I'm, I'm assured you. Like, yeah. And also like, I yeah, I'm, I'm out of prison and my life is kind of shit now. And but like, you, look at me, doing... I shot a guy, I shot right. the protagonist of this episode right. in the back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just sitting in a cafe being like, this is me. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it was a lot. It was. Yeah. So reality television maybe needs to just rein itself back sometimes. I, I mean, yeah. Love Island this year, I had, didn't watch it, but it was very big again. Everybody yeah, was talking about I didn't, it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I, I watched the first couple of series of the British Love Island. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it because it was a new show and I felt like people were, people were really, I don't want to say the word authentic, so it's so like, well, But not too nothing. produced for the camera, not yeah. Too, yeah, not too produced, not too edited because the show was figuring itself out. It yeah. needed to know where where it was picking what, itself what works, up culturally. Yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. what were the responses? And so people who auditioned for the show didn't already have a premise on how successful they'd be or what is successful. And then after like this, uh, I would say after the third series mm-hmm. for sure, people were going on with like a kind of personality framework that they could plug yeah. in and knew that they'd be popular for it. Or alternatively, they would play like the villain, which is great and better. Like if you're going to play something up, be a villain, please, because yes. I will appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> and that's what reality television loves right we it, uh, I mean, you need a good villain to keep things spicy otherwise it's just nothing's worse like you want to hate characters because that keeps you engaged nothing's worse than being bored and right. switching off because right. you want to keep uh, keep watching my friend from the UK because I've never watched Love Island myself said she doesn't watch it because apparently after the show there were like people who like committed suicide due to yeah. pressure and so there was there was a girl who a woman called Sophie she committed suicide but her death was like under mysterious circumstances for mm-hmm. a while and then the family like interrogated it a bit and then they kind of linked it to the show and then it was confirmed as suicide and then there was another guy called Mike um, who also committed suicide And then they had to, for the next, for the most recent series, they had to undergo like lots of kind of like psychological assessments um, to make sure that they could be fully prepared for the show and for life after the show, etc. But it's like, yeah, how intense intense that you have to do all of this just to be on a show that is supposedly just about normal people trying to find love. <laughs> it's obviously not then, is it? <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, but it is spreading in popularity. Like, there's a Dutch version coming up. There's a yeah. German version now. I know, yeah, yeah. The Dutch one is called Temptation Island, I know. There's an Australian Love Island. I think it's the same name. Germany has one now, too. Hungary, when I was in Budapest, they have a Hungarian Love Island now. Wow. Yeah. yeah so franchising. It's, yeah, really franchising. Mm. But then again, it's one of those uh, 
that's like localization. They'll they'll put it into each yeah. place, but it will have its own little like spin because yeah. everywhere's Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, everywhere's unique, especially with reality television. Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, representing the people, so to speak. One of the funniest things is, uh, well, also in Hungary, they they told me when they were still under Soviet rule, um, they had, um, was it Yugoslavia? Like my history knowledge is lacking. Yeah, but uh, back they they had like um, only two TV channels, right? And um, so it was just like the state television. They couldn't like choose. And then after the political change, yeah, it just exploded. And they had like like dozens of channels, right? And they just needed to produce any content. So they would put on the trashiest show. And one of them in, in Hungary was called Anetka. And it was this woman called Anetka who would put on very skimpy outfits, like leather short skirts, sit in a chair, and people could call in for one hour. That was the concept of the show. Oh, my God. And they would call in and, like, fart in, into the phone, call her, like, a filthy whore. And she would, like, be like... Okay, next caller, please. <laughs> Bring it back. I'd, I'd tune in. For an hour, I'd tune in. Oh, Anetka. For yeah, and sure. she's, there's Anetka. videos of her on YouTube, which I don't understand because it's all in Hungarian, but it's <laughs> fascinating to watch. And she later, it just gets crazy, launched a space program, the Anetka space program, and was like shot into the stratosphere. <laughs> oh my God. All of this, just one season of this show, and she's like become a cultural icon in her own right. Imagine. Go on that Well, car. yeah, we support we support you and okay, you're amazing. Good for you. Okay, oh. so let's talk about some film and television because exactly. I know there's lots of excitement around things that are out at the moment or coming out. People are calling it one of the best seasons in television to like in a long time because a lot of shows are ending, so there's going to be like a big Final Bang, um, The Good Place is ending on NBC or Netflix. Um, Arrow and Supernatural are coming to a close. And I think by now Supernatural is the longest running ever fantasy show. That's incredible. How many seasons do you know? It's, I think 15 or 16. Wow. Yeah. I, I watched like the first five and then I just kind of went out of it. When they started introducing like God and angels as a character, and it was right. just like getting a little much. But this is what you get with uh, ongoing supernatural shows. They're like, how can we push it? How like, can we top it up? Let's open yeah. the like uh, mythology index. Where are we at They've today? all died and gone to hell so many times. Right. It just loses impact. Because like, sure. what's the worst case? You've already been to hell three times. Like. <laughs> What could possibly happen to you that hasn't happened yet? Yeah. For sure, for sure. And Empire and How to Get Away with Murder are also coming to a close. Nice. So like big, really popular yeah. black television shows. Exactly. So. Strong black female reads Taraji and Viola Davis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Incredible, incredible writers. So I'm sure they've got some really yes. good storylines in store. They're not going to let it fizzle out. I'm excited to see it because especially How to, Get with, How to Get Away with Murder has had like a really big fan base till the end. Like it's yeah. been... Like, I always look at the comment sections of, of the show because I follow, like, I liked it on, on Facebook. People are always just hyped. Nobody's like, oh, the show is overstated. It's welcome. People love it. Yeah, yeah, they really do. It's... um. It's something that's always like talked about and memed and yeah. it just has a real presence on the internet as well. So I think it'll be missed when it's gone. I agree. I never thought it was going to last this long when I when I started watching yeah, it, but it's yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. And well, but new things are coming. Okay. Um HBO has like uh, adapted his dark materials. Uh, so uh, the Golden Compass. Yeah. Was like a unsuccessful movie like 10, 12 years ago with yeah. Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman. I remember having read the books as um, as a child. The books, I, I, yeah. I loved them. They were full of And the of movie just didn't do them justice. No, and it was just, um, I, 
From what I remember, they combined the first and second book a bit,、mm-hmm. or it was just like so bits were missing and、yeah. they condensed a little bit too much. And I'm sorry, but I just have a personal dislike for Nicole Kidman. <laughs> For me, that's Daniel Craig. Like, just, But, yeah. yeah, right, him too,、mm. maybe. And it just like just it just、work. missed the mark. Yeah, for sure. And for the new for the show,、um, it's going to be Ruth Wilson,、uh, who's played in Luther, and、yeah. um, I think James McAvoy. Nice. Yeah. And they both have that kind of like eerie kind、yeah. of. I mean, he. Did we talk about him already? Like James McAvoy in Split, when he played like the sixteen different、oh, no, personalities. No, we haven't. No, but I. Oh, it's good. A, yeah, yeah what a great film. He's a very talented actor. He's、yeah. super talented, and he's also in the new It film, the second chapter. He is. Oh, the casting on that is brilliant. Yeah. Like the child to grown up actors. You've seen it already, haven't I've you? I've seen it、yeah. already. Yeah, it's it's. I found it really good. I wasn't disappointed at all. I've read the book, and I think that this. As an adaptation is really good. I was impressed. Is、it's、it entirely、scared. faithful to the book?、Uh, no, there are、mm. some there are some discrepancies,、um, but and and also I think just on、uh, on a level of explaining the overall presence of Pennywise and oh, how he came the to be. Explained? No, not well, not. Not quite. They're more like alluded to, and if you've read the books, you'll understand some、mm-hmm. of the allusions. But they're not fully in depth and not really essential to the film's plotline. That's probably good for like. It、yeah. is good because、mm-hmm. I think like well, Stephen King just like went off on one a bit in the book, and it's like this astrological plane, and there's this like giant turtle who、it's、vomits just, up、yeah. the world, and he's the enemy of Pennywise. And I mean like small town Derry in America. How can we really link this into the film without going <laughs> off true, yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. But、um, but no. So I think it was done. It was done really well. It's really well acted, and the cast is amazing. Bill Hader too, like、right. as a serious actor. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was super interesting.、I'm、very、es- excited to see、uh, him. Yeah, especially because he plays、uh, Finn Wolfhard's adult version. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who、um, Finn in the film? Who plays Ricky? Is it Ricky? I can never remember the yeah, names. Yeah, I can't remember the name. I think it's. I, I think it's Ricky. I know her name, Beverly Marsh, because、yeah. she's the girl. Yeah, yeah, she's the girl. But yeah, so Ricky's like a kind of he has most of the like punchlines, and he、yeah. is almost like the comedic relief. So to have、um, Hader as the adult version,、yeah. I think is a really a yeah, yeah, it's a really well placed smart casting choice,、yeah. right? And he plays a stand-up comic. Oh. Later life,、yeah. right? So it's uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I think it fits well into the cross between of like the comedy and、yeah. the the seriousness of the of the horror. I'm excited to see it. I'm 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 definitely going to yeah, because、um, yeah. I I really enjoyed the first one. I thought it was actually a great idea to split it in half, like young and old. Definitely. Well, like, the book is like one thousand plus pages.、Yeah. It's enormous, so I think it would have been pretty much an impossible task to do it in one film anyway. And it fits well with the, is it twenty seven years the time span? Yes,、yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well yeah. into this, like old and young, to just like、yeah. make it two parts, yeah, to、sure. do it justice.、And、it's almost three hours long, even the second part, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I think it's warranted. Actually, I don't、yeah. think it drags. And I know with horror, you kind of have to keep some kind of、uh, suspense and tension points. But I think it does that very successfully for it being such a long、yeah. film. Oh, I like that. And one other show or movie that was coming up. Oh yeah, Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw the movie and they're making a show now, and they're saying Regina King, who stars, is gonna like this is gonna cement her status as one of the best generations of 
one of the best actresses of her generation. Yeah. For sure. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be really good. And how many seasons are they planning to run it for? Do we know that? Hopefully not too many. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think like the, the death uh, sentence for every good show is just being renewed just for yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. Russian Doll just did not need to get renewed. I agree. I really agree. I and thought it's... it was so nicely closed. And it was like finally a show that quits when it's ahead. Yes. And then it was like season two is coming. I was right. Like, and like, you unnecessary. know, I'm always, I always want more from Natasha Leon, but. I think, like you said, it kind of reached its conclusion. I, yeah. I wasn't left thinking, oh, I can't wait for the next series. I'm I'm wondering how they're going to continue. Like, they might ruin, like, the nice narrative close they, they yeah. did at the end of season one. So, yeah. We'll have to see. And then uh, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker is what everyone oh. has been talking about. It's so interesting. Joker, like, every couple of years, someone who plays the Joker, it's always exciting in its own way. Like It's it- always, like, Academy Award rumours and all of this. I think just because he's such a... Well, Twisted, people, interesting, right, and yeah. And people love a superhero movie. And the Joker is at the intersection of, like, an incredible, well-thought-out, well-acted character story yeah. with the kind of action that goes with a superhero movie. People love that intersection and that is the Joker. And now finally the origin story because in, in Dark Knight yeah. and in Suicide Squad we had him like in its in his full glory. Yeah, yeah. And now where did he come from? And yeah. Yeah. But um, interestingly there's been rumours because the Joker's origin story is not just one singular one. There's been a Many few. Many over the... Com- yeah. Absolutely. So this one is based on a story written... Uh, for the Batman comics by Alan Moore. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, the Joker as a failed stand-up comedian who then becomes a clown. And in the origin story, he already has uh, a wife who's either pregnant or with a small child. And he gets caught up in this heist and has to go and, like, rob a bank with these people. And, you know, the Joker is born. Um, There's also another one where he falls into, like, a vat of chemicals during this heist and then becomes the Joker. But but what they're saying is um, that this film is not going to be action-packed. It's going to be really just concentrated on... Psychological, yeah. Absolutely. And it's... um, going to stay away from the franchise almost entirely. That might be a good idea. Yeah, Yeah. and I know that Joaquin Phoenix was... uh, was quite adamant on signing up for just one film and for it not to be him not to be like put onto a million other films like like what usually happens with with these superhero movies yeah i mean it does make it does make sense just yeah to not do too much and then invalidate like your initial performance just by running it into the ground yeah right right but it's yeah. uh, and also Robert De Niro is in it, who plays a chat show host. Who, oh, I yeah, saw which that. is going to yeah. be which is going to be super exciting because the film is taking lots of influence from a film called King of Comedy, where Robert De Niro plays like a failed stand-up comic who goes on a show and is humiliated by a talk show host oh. and then kidnaps him, and it's this really like twisted. He's quite a mentally ill person. This this failed. Comic. He does that well, yeah. Right, and so they're bringing in De Niro apparently because of the echo to the King of Comedy, and it's kind oh, of it's it's like in conversation, of right? Oh. In conversation with that, which should be super interesting. 
It does sound like it. Yeah, yes. I'm really excited. I think you can tell. Oh, and then two other um, more historical dramas, so like away from the psychological action, yeah. more into uh, historical, and both starring Timothy Chalamet, one yes. the king. Now that looks super intense, super interesting. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of Shakespeare's history yeah. plays, um, and it's about like a so it's King King John, right? I can't remember the name. And then there's a and then he lives as a peasant until yes. his father dies, and he has to like take up the reins as king. Yeah, and there's a battle in France. I think so. There's yeah. a scene in the trailer where a horse just rides into a man. Yes, and it's got Robert Pattinson in it. Who will obviously? <laughs> I mean, he'll make Yay. a nice. <laughs> he's gonna make a nice return to our screens because he's been on a few indie films recently, right? I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah. there's one called like, uh, oh, no, I can't remember. It's something like Bright Light and then another one. Uh, that Again, he plays like a similar kind of like... Wasn't distraught. he cast as the new Batman? Uh, really? I think so. Well, I'm just going to look this up because I think Robert Pattons and Batman. Yes, he's the new Batman. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. I think he could do a good job. But he's very he's he's got that real uh, kind of brooding look that we see from Christian yeah. Bale. So we'll see. We'll see. And then the other production with um, Timothy Chalamet is gonna be a Little Women. Yes, which I love. The BBC uh, did an adaptation not so long ago, and um, it was amazing. It was really it was really good. I really enjoyed it. So. I'm interested to see if it will improve on my... The cast is still, it's Emma it's, Watson, yeah. uh, Saoirse Ronan, yes. and um, Laura Dern and Meryl Streep, yeah. and Timothee Chalamet. It's, it's yeah. stellar, right? It's I would have be... watched a movie for any one of those, yes. and they're just all together. And it's Greta Gerwig who did Lady Bird, yes. and she reunites um, Saoirse Ronan and Timothee. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm quite quite excited for that because yes. I think it might be it's very Pride and Prejudice vibes from the production from the setting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But I think it feeds into this cultural moment of like because um, Little Woman is is very palatably feminist. Yes. you know you've got these like white women who are going off and want to do their own things and be their own people and not just be wedded off like their mother kind of yeah. would rather. So it's just a couple of steps further than Pride and Prejudice, where it was like, right. I will get married, but I'll choose whom. And then yeah. little women are like, I'll do whatever I want. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's good. It's great characters. I think it'll be, it's really lovely. It's such a wholesome. I've never read of, it, actually. So I'm excited yeah, to, no, to get, it, get to know the, the story. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no, it's, it's uh, for sure uh, exciting. Um but with things, so like the, the topic of this week is literally things coming to an end and things, new things on the horizon. Yeah, and as you're starting the new school term, we are looking forward to what's in and, and what's one out. One thing that's come to an end is apparently Nicki Minaj's music career. She announced she's retiring and will focus on her family life with her um, husband who has a long criminal record um, crazy how long is how long has Nicki been Nicki Minaj been with us I'm trying to think well she was born in 1982 which makes her um 36 right and she's been making music with like I think her first mixtape was 2007 2007 so like I was, 12 years yeah I was gonna yeah. when I started 
high school. That was like secondary school. That's when I first had her. And she was with the, what kind of crew? She was with Drake when she first started out. Is that right? Am I crazy to was think she? that? I think so. I I'm remember sure he wasn't in a Conda video, but right. were they? Because she did like the Pink Friday thing in 2009. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, guest vocals from Eminem, Rihanna, Drake, Will I Am, Kanye West, and Natasha Bedingfield. I mean, for, okay, Natasha. <laughs> for a debut album, that's a sick lineup. Also, Natasha Bedingfield. That is a wild card in there, <laughs> but I love her, so work. I watched this, like I, I read this this article the other week about Natasha Bedingfield saying that if Donald Trump were to invite her to the White House, she would decline. And it was like. <laughs> But will he ever, Natasha? <laughs> it's, very, it's a very random thing to say. Oh, dear. We're glad to hear it, Natasha, but also yeah. unlikely. <laughs> like, me, like me too, and that's the same relevance right now. I'm sorry. If you asked me, I would decline. I would de- I'll have you know. Me, I would decline, okay? So let it be known. <laughs> I mean, bless her. I know. Also, I know. haven't heard from her since she had, like, this one album where all of the hits came right. from. Yeah. And then, but then, obviously, she made that money with the song being the soundtrack to The Hills. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, So that, yes. that obviously did her well. And then her brother, who I think... She's was, a brother. Yeah, Daniel Bedingfield. Okay, so Daniel Bedingfield was on a British singing competition. And I want to say, not like Pop Idol... We used to have something called Fame Academy, all of those ones. Basically X Factor, but not X Factor. And uh, and then he was really big for a while. And then her, a couple of years after his career this, ended. Yeah. Yeah, for sh- yeah. yeah, there's a really uh, popular garage remix of a Daniel Bedingfield <laughs> song in the UK. So he's good a one- for him. Good for him. We, we respect the, the Bedingfield family. Never heard of him, yeah. Yeah, check him out, guys. Never forget. <laughs> No, we I like mean, him. yeah, well, she's She's, she's not going to stand. the White House. Yeah, yeah. okay, you go. And you can't make her. <laughs> no. Uh, there was also some Twitter feuds with uh, Chrissy Teigen again and John Legend and Trump. Like, I respect the involvement they want to have with politics. But then However, also, it seems a bit forced. Like, you know, give it a break. Yeah. They just know how. They can say something, it'll get the attention. People will be like, yes, we, we love you guys. But it's just attention for attention's sake. Like, for sure. if you have a message, I'm glad, but yeah. Yeah, you know. It's true, it's true. I I, I do agree. And um, yeah, well, Natasha Benningfield uh, and Nicki Minaj, I want to listen to that collab. What's the yes, song? I know, I, uh, huh. We'll find out. We'll play it for you next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll definitely, we'll, we'll give it a listen for you because that is a collaboration that I is never both I intriguing, needed. yeah, and uh, exciting. Well, speaking of interesting collabs, um, a new song for Charlie's Angels coming out, uh, which is a collab between Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus and Lana Del Rey. Okay, okay. I'm, okay. Yes, I, I think it's going to be really good, but also yes. I never expected this, like from any of the three to collaborate. No. It's three so distinct styles of music. Like Marley has this country pop image yeah. still. Yeah. And then um, Ariana with, with her brand. Yeah, like bubblegum bubble bubble gum gum pop. pop. Yeah. Like a bit trap lately. And then yeah. um, throw Lana the rain there. Oh my God, Lana. Have you heard Lana's new album? Uh, I heard uh, Season of the Witch and the Uh song she did about mass shootings. Yes. Classic Lana. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Make him laugh. 
She is a hoot, isn't she? Mother Dryer. No, do you know what I do love? I love Lana, but she is on brand yet again with the, the new just album. Just broody, moody. Yeah, yeah, all of this. But, you know, she's... um. She's also, like, just a bit of a famous, like, bitch who's not having any of your shit. Like, in all yeah. of her interviews, she's so over it. She's oh, hilarious. I remember when she first started out, back in the day, uh, <laughs> when she, when we loved her voice, like, when yeah. she did Born to Die. Yeah. And then she had a couple of performances on live shows and people yes. were tearing her to shreds. Yes. Because she was such a bad live what vocalist. What was the famous one on SNL? Oh, I my God. So, they yeah. tore her down. It was a lot, man. But she was just like, fuck you, I don't care. Yeah. Still making money. Yeah. You know who's coming up with a new, coming out with a new album this fall? Okay, go on. Adele. No. New Adele album coming this winter. Okay, yes. so I know that she's right. She's no longer with her husband. That's correct, right? But and there hasn't been an album since then. No. Okay, so you can sense yeah. the excitement. <laughs> I'm ready for her. Dish the dirt. Give us all of the exactly. emotions. Exactly. That's Adele. when where, when she she announced the divorce. Nobody was sad. It was like, ooh, new music right. coming up. Yes, exactly. She probably headed straight back into the studio. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I, she is just I'm like, excited to hear what it. a voice, what a person. She, Everybody loves her, right? Literally everybody, yeah. I, um, it won't be called 31, like it won't be a number title oh, anymore because she okay. said there was a trilogy. So it was ah, 19, 21, 25. Okay, fair enough. And then she like moved on to married life, just yeah. like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> How long is that going to last? And um, well, now she's back with like the ultimate heartbreak, failed marriage. Yes. That's going to be some good songs. I I believe it and I can't wait. She's, uh, we've missed her. Yes, her and Taylor Swift, same age. And Taylor released her new album and now yeah. Adele is bringing us probably superior music. Probably. Yeah, I just don't fuck with Taylor Swift. She's... I listened to like two or three songs from the album. They were fine. Yeah. I, yeah. I like her album Red, like the... Not the last one she did, but the one before. There's some good songs. Yeah. There. Very good songwriting. Yes. Yeah. She's like, what she does, she does it well. Yeah. I just, I like with her, when she starts to speak for something, it's like, it's okay that your songs don't mean anything. <laughs> we will like them. We like it's, loads of stuff that doesn't mean, mean anything. Yeah, true. But like, don't come from a perspective yeah. which isn't yours, I think is why everyone has beef with her recently. It seems a bit un- inauthentic, yeah. For sure. And like, just stop clinging on to stay relevant to something by by joining a bandwagon like people don't need that yeah it's it's very true yeah for sure what i'm um now wondering since we've passed the half an hour mark <laughs> and we've had a lot of names dropped in this uh in this tea party um, like from all kinds of entertainment who would we want to uh uninvite for reasons of our choosing and who took the cake this week Okay. So um, I'm going to say Beyonce is probably like just out of the picture because she just like, it was just her birthday. She didn't she really do anything. She has her cake. Yeah. She's taken she her has cake, more than her birthday cake. cake yeah. So she's fine. It can't be B. Mm, so who didn't we like? <laughs> well, I mean, Nicki Minaj is leaving. Um, Natasha Bedingfield is not going to the White House. <laughs> I mean, so she's not uninvited from the tea party. But, but she's uninvited from herself the White Ho- yeah. from the White House. Which, I mean... Good for her. Good for her. We respect you. Um, who did we talk about that we didn't like? Well, um, no cheaters. We like that show. I, I, I took a note of that because I will 
you watch, need yeah. watch clips of that. Okay, we can say goodbye. We can say goodbye to reality television that's taking itself a bit too, too far. seriously. Yeah, and with the sensationalism. So. I think we'll uninvite that. I yeah. think it's it's time because you see all of those shows coming back, like 90210 with the original cast, yeah. The Hills. Nobody asks for that. Right. Just nobody. It, and the show is like the actors playing themselves playing the characters. Like, it's very meta. It's like the show is about the actors trying to film a revival of the show but they're playing fictional versions of themselves playing Stop. the characters it's true yeah it's it's just a whole mess okay so we're uninviting <laughs> that because it's already crossed the line <laughs> we uh, need it to unappealing end. to watch right yeah wow okay guys as, as, as soon as it becomes like two levels of meta it's just too much it's like the new high school musical tv show which is about students playing well it's actors playing students playing the characters from the high school musical films I already can't follow this. In, uh, so, so they're in high school and they're make, doing a theater production of High School Musical, and so they're playing characters who play. It's, it's just wow. too much. Who who understands that? Literally, this is not the Da Vinci Code, people. <laughs> this is fucking television. Give up the ghost. Yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm I'm excited to, uh, for for a lot of things to come. Um, I might give um, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I think I think he takes the he cake takes for the me. cake. Also, because he's like oh, quality over quantity, um, commitment to his craft. Yeah, very selective in what he chooses. Very yeah. principled in the way he wants to work in something. The amount of weight he's lost for his role, I mean, is alarming. But like this method acting. Apparently, he would be in character on set too. Just walk off set. Right randomly just scream at people <laughs> yeah wow full commitment i mean good full for him commitment. must I'm be such a hassle yeah. to work with but. so we're uninviting reality tv and um we're giving the cake i think we we agree on both to yeah. joaquin phoenix and um uh, well once the other shows and movies premiere we'll be able to yeah we'll dish out on them. them but right now it's only anticipation yes we hope we've got you excited for some things and you'll hear back from us soon when we got our next cake in here and see who's gonna snatch that bad boy <laughs> <laughs> okay that was jenna and max and it was take the cake see you later guys goodbye Okay, 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 okay.